Howdy and hello, welcome to yet another edition of Maximum Speed, the best racing podcast I host. Well, boy oh boy do we have a lot to talk about, IndyCar racing, NASCAR goes to Martinsville and Richmond, it's always very exciting there. And we even got dirt bikes on dirt. Of course they're on dirt, but dirt at Atlanta Motor Speedway, what? We're gonna talk about all that and more on this episode of Maximum Speed. So, we are going to start with the NASCAR Xfinity Series going to Martinsville Speedway. The race, well, it was supposed to take place Friday night, but rain was a pain. I rhymed. Yay. So, it had to deal with rain, so they moved it to Saturday. Saturday, they get total 91 laps into the race, rained again. They were not halfway through, so what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to finish the race on Sunday. So they do! And after 250 total laps across the, I guess, three days of NASCAR, the cookout 250 was won by rookie number 8, Josh Berry, after he led 95 laps. Noah Gregson, by the way, in the number 9, JR Motorsports car, one stage number one, and the $100,000 Xfinity Dash for Cash bonus, where basically he's competing against three other drivers, and whichever of the four drivers finish the highest, win the bonus. It's always exciting. Oh, which is this? Number 18 of Daniel Hemrick, by the way, wins stage two. 12 cautions for 75 laps in this race, with 13 lead changes. Now, one problem for the rookie. Unless Josh Berry gets a waiver from NASCAR, he will not be allowed to be in the playoffs as he is not a full-time driver. The only reason you will be able to be in the playoffs, I believe, is if you are, are a full-time driver again. The rules are sometimes confusing, so I could be wrong there. What was not confusing was the Cup Series. Why was it not confusing? Well... If we weren't able to have the Xfinity Series race Friday night and only get 91 laps on Saturday, so it has to go to Sunday, what about the Cup Series that's supposed to happen Saturday night? Well, 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 they managed to get a whopping 42 of 500 laps done before they had to postpone the race to Sunday. So, after 500 laps, the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500 was won. By Martin Trix Jr. in the number 19 ride. Ryan Blaney would win both stages. And Denny Hamlin would lead 276 of 500 laps. But it's not enough to defeat Martin Trix Jr. Who is dominant when it comes to Martinsville. I guess it's in the name. I know I'm funny. 15 cautions for 102 laps and 18 lead changes. You want to know who was involved in three of those cautions? Cody Ware. We are not a Cody Ware hitting show, but he did produce some drama that technically wasn't really seen by the television. Cody Ware has his teammate, James Davison, all part of Rick Ware Racing. They were not happy with each other and went at each other during the race. Cody even hitting James Davison on the restarts enough times to where NASCAR director Ken Evans had to go on the radio and say, if the 51 touches the 5, excuse me, rather, 15 one more time, Cody would be parked. Ugly situation there. Uglier situation on the radio, boy, I tell you what. If you want to find out what happened on the radio, you got to look it up, man, because 
unless you were listening to Rick Bear Racing Radio Commands, the broadcast and Radioactive didn't exactly talk about what was said on the radio. It was not a, a good scenario, though. We move from NASCAR to dirt bike racing at NASCAR's Atlanta Motor Speedway. Rounds 13 through 15 happened at Atlanta. Very, very long track, but very entertaining nonetheless. I watched round 13 on NBC, and boy, I tell you what, it was fun. Uh, the wet, the track, however, was very large. You know, an average track for Supercross, 1,500 feet uh, just in total length. By the way, the front stretch was about 1,500 feet. Normal track's about 1,800 feet. Big track. Big, big track. It was a very wet track, and it caused many riders to slip early in the races, which was not exactly fun to see, just because I know these guys putting their bodies and stuff through a lot, and to see them uh, falling off the box is never fun. So, it was the 250 West class and the 450 class through all three events. So, round 13, Heat 1. Number 150, Seth Hamaker wins Heat 1. Hunter Lawrence wins Heat 2. Then in the main event, Cameron McAdoo. Boy, I tell you what. Rounds 14 15 were not very good for Cameron. He finishes in third this race. Justin Cooper, current points leader, finishes in second. And rookie, winner of the last chance qualifier in his first podium. Number 91 of Nate Thrasher. Wins his very first Supercross event. Congratulations to Nate Thrasher, the rookie. For the 450 class, I'm not surprised here. You know, Eli Tomac is one of those guys that's great at those longer tracks when it comes to Supercross, and it was unsurprising here. The number one of Eli Tomac wins Heat 1. Jason Anderson, the number 21 bike, wins Heat 2. Then in the main event, Cooper Webb finishes in third. Points leader at the time, Chase Sexton finishes in second, but Eli Tomac finishes in first place. So that was Saturday. Then that Tuesday, they had another race. It was round 14. At Atlanta Motor Speedway, Cameron McAdoo wins the 250 West first heat, heat number one. Heat number two goes to Justin Cooper, number 32 bike. Then here's the main event. Cameron McAdoo finishes in third. Hunter Orange Riding number 41 bike finishes in second. And Justin Cooper extends his lead and finishes in first. 450 class. Ken Roxon is the number 94 rider, and he needs a lot, man. It, it, Chase, excuse me, brother, Cooper Webb is slowly inching away from Ken Roxon to the point where Ken, Ken needs to win the rest of his races, or in the very least, he needs to finish higher than number two, Cooper Webb. And uh, that's not easy to do. It's really not. So, Ken Rockton wins heat number one. Marvin Muscan wins heat number two for KTM. Glad to see him winning heat number two. Main event, third place, Jason Anderson. Second place, Chase Sexton and Ken Rockton would win the main event. Good on him. So, that was Tuesday. They had a bit of rest. And then it's round 15 once again. So, back to back to back in Atlanta Motor Speedway. Heat 1. Unsurprisingly, Justin Cooper wins a heat. He wins heat 1 and number 32 bike. 
Hunter Lawrence wins Heat 2, riding the number 41 bike. Seth Hamaker finishes in third. Justin Cooper, riding the number 32 bike, is finishes in second. And Nate Thrasher. Nate Thrasher, congratulations, my man. You win yet another main event at Atlanta. So here are the current point standings with the top three. Justin Cooper's in first place, 180 points. Hunter Lawrence down 20 with 160 points. And number 31, Cameron McAdoo in third place, down 22 points with 158. So you can get a maximum of 26 points through each main event. So what they do, what do Hunter and Cameron need to have happen. I'll tell you what they need to have happen. They need Justin to not even make it to the main event. When the very least, they need him to finish in the bottom if they want to have a chance to inch closer and closer to that lead. So, 450 class. Chase Sexton finally gets a heat win. He's been doing very good. In the main events, he wins heat one. Jason Anderson wins heat two. Eli Tomac finishes in third. Ken Roxon finishes in second. And Cooper Webb finishes in first place, extending his points lead. So Cooper Webb currently has 339 points, whereas Ken Roxon has 323 points and is down 16 points. It's going to be Cooper Webb versus Ken Roxon through the last two events. Eli Tomac is mathematically still in it, but he's down 40 points. So he needs... Cooper and Ken just not make the main event, and then he needs to win, and then he'll have a chance to uh, steal it in round 17. So there was Supercross. We now move to Monster Jam, going to Columbia, South Carolina first at the Colonial Life Arena with a great lineup, by the way. Exterminator, Aaron Basil. Slinger, Scott Hartsock. FDI Torque, Jack Brown. Bad Company. And John Gordon, man. Megalodon, Adam Anderson, and Gravedigger, Tyler Meninga. And uh, it was truly the Adam Anderson versus Tyler Meninga show, as there were a total of 20 competitions throughout the weekend's five shows. Those competitions being Time Racing, Best Trick, Donuts, and Freestyle. Tyler Meninga would win three racing titles, all five skills challenges, two donut competitions, four freestyles, and then... Five overall event championships, whereas Adam would win two racing titles and three donuts and a freestyle win. And no overall event wins. Now, what about the other four competitors? Yeah, they were not close. They did not win any other competition. So it was just Adam Anderson and Tyler Meninga going back and forth. But truly, it was just Tyler Meninga dominating the weekend. What about our next topic? Well, it's the Superstar Racing Experience. They announced the announcers. I'm funny, don't worry. For SRX on CBS, Lindsay Zarniak will be the host. With She has worked with NASCAR. Legendary announcer Alan Bestwick will be the play-by-play. Whereas Brad Doherty uh, is the analyst. Matt Yoakum is the pit reporter. Spent time at Fox and TNT. And then there are three different driver analysts each at two different events each. Dario Franchitti, Donica Patrick, James Hinchcliffe. What do we notice here? A lot of NASCAR 
and a whole lot of IndyCar. Apparently, the TV deal with NBC is supposed to be up at the end of this season. So why would CBS get some NASCAR and maybe some IndyCar too? Well, what about NBC with NASCAR or Fox with NASCAR? I don't know about their deals, but I'll tell you what, CBS is looking like they want to be back in motorsports. Now, they already are in motorsports with a couple of uh, racing competitions, but they don't have a NASCAR and they don't have an IndyCar, and I know they would love to have both of them. We now move to the aforementioned NASCAR. They went to Richmond Raceway. No rain there. Fun weekend. It was a truck and cup weekend. Truck series started off with the 250 lap Toyota Care 250. Who would win? Kyle Busch Motorsports number 4, John Hunter Nemechek. Who led 114 of the 250 laps and would win stage 2. Grant Enfinger would win stage 1. 11 cautions, 79 total laps. Under caution, 9 lead changes. Now. You might have heard me say Kyle Busch Motorsports and in the winner circle a lot. Just well, they have. This is Kyle Busch Motorsports' fourth victory in a row for the Truck Series. They have been dominant. Toyotas have been dominant. I don't think any other truck manufacturer has won. It's crazy. Crazy, man. For the Cup Series, we had a new winner. Martin Truex Jr. is now the only winner to win in two races. Whereas everyone else, every other track, we've had a different winner. It's the Toyota Owners 400. Not won by Toyota, but won by the number 48. Not Jimmy Johnson, but Alex Bowman. The race was absolutely dominated, however, by Denny Hamlin, which has become his cross to bear throughout the season. He has been doing great in the race, but cannot win in the very end. He would win Stage 1 and Stage 2 and lead over half the laps of 207 or the 400 laps led. Five cautions for 39 laps. 20 lead changes in this race. Talked about it a bit earlier. IndyCar returned. With the rookie class of Formula 1's Roman Grosjean, Australia Supercars, Scott McLaughlin, and NASCAR's Jimmy Johnson. Qualifying was on Saturday in your fastest qualifier, Pato Award. Congratulations to Pato. And uh, if you weren't watching the race, you probably did see what happened on lap one. Big crash. Six cars involved. Ryan Hunter Ray, Joseph Newgarden would not return. It was actually caused by Joseph Newgarden. So, sucks for him as I know he wants to win a championship. And you don't want to ha- cause a big crash in the first race of the year to win a championship. Others involved were Colton Herta, Felix Rosenquist. Felix Rosenquist, I'm going to say it. Horrible weekend. Crashes twice in practice. Then gets involved in this. Max Chilton. Happy birthday, Max Chilton. He turned 30 today, I believe, according to Twitter. And Renus VK were also involved. Renus, by the way, he did good. He was actually able to uh, get back on the lead lap. So good on him there. At the end of the day, who would win? Not any of the rookies. Jimmy Johnson, however, did not finish last. He did not. That was his goal. He did not want to finish last. It would be Chip Ganassi rookie, 
But sophomore, Alex Pillow. Second season, first was with Dale Coyne. Now he's with Chip Ganassi Racing. Alex Blow driving the number 10 ride, which has not been very good in recent years, wins the 90-lap Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama, leading 56 and 90 laps. So Alex Blow finishes in first. Will Power finishes in second. Teammate Scott Dixon finishes in third. 10 lead changes, 8 cautions in this race. My only issue was this. They were having... NASCAR and IndyCar happening at the same time, and I think that was a bad decision by NBC. We saw during the 500 when they did this, and uh, that wasn't fun, because I liked Dover, and I didn't get to watch Dover. I did watch the 500 last year, though. It was very exciting. Speaking of the Indy 500 that I was just talking about, breaking news today, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway has announced the 105th running of the Indy 500 will be having... An expected crowd of 135,000 people. I'm struggling to say that because it's crazy to imagine now, just in the pandemic, 135,000 people. I will be one of those people, though. So that's 40% capacity. Masks are required. They will have hand sanitizer stations, social distancing, all that jazz. No general admission tickets. No concerts. No sitting on the hills. None of that. So that also explains why we didn't have people allowed for the test session. Because they don't want people sitting on the mounds at the track. So, good news there. Fans will be there. I'm excited. We end this episode with Monster Jam going to Des Moines, Iowa. Wells Fargo Arena. With a lineup of Black Pearl, Colvinard, Devastator, Aaron Basil. Gravedigger, Tyler Meninga. Kaylin Miguez and Jailbird. Congrats to Kaylin, by the way, on the child. She she gave birth to a beautiful uh, young baby boy a couple of months ago. I think he actually turned like four months recently, so. Now she's a mother. Megalodon and Adam Anderson, awkward transition, and overboard and Jamie Garner. But once again... It was the Tyler Meninga, Adam Anderson show. Interestingly enough, Tyler from Iowa, this was his hometown show. He said this is where he went as a young child. And I saw Adam Anderson being like, I've been here one time before. And the only reason I know that is because Tyler Meninga was there back in early 2000s. So it's crazy. I bet for Adam... There's a, there's a young Tyler Meninga in the stands. Last time Adam's here. Now, he's competing against the young kid in the stands. And the young kid in the stands is dominating. Five show weekend. One racing championship goes to Tyler Meninga. Four skills wins, two donut, four freestyles, and four of the five overall event championships. Eleven competitions there. The other nine competitions went to Megalodon. Four racing titles, three donut wins. And a skills challenge win. And a freestyle. And one overall win. Great, great weekend of Monster Jam action. Where will they be next? It's Atlanta Motor Speedway. April 24th, April 25th. Four shows total. There will be crush cars. There will be a bus. It will be exciting. 
What about Supercross? They were just at Atlanta. Where are they going? They're going to be going to Rice Eccles Stadium in beautiful Salt Lake City, April 24th at 7 p.m. on NBCSN and Peacock. IndyCar goes to the streets of St. Petersburg, Florida, qualifying at 1.45 p.m. on Peacock Premium and the IndyCar Radio Network on Saturday the 24th. Race is Sunday the 25th at noon. David Land will be happy that there's a race at noon on NBC and the IndyCar Radio Network. NASCAR goes to Talladega Truck Series April 24th at 4 p.m. on Fox and MRN. Cup Series the 25th of Sunday, 2 p.m. Fox and MRN. There we have it. There we go. This has been a fun episode. Hey, if you want to email the show, MaximumVolumePodcast, gmail.com is where you want to go. My Twitter is at MaxGSports. You can follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. We'll be getting stuff there soon. I promise. Good pods, Overcast, Stitcher, Radio Public, Verbal, Spotify. Thank you. Peace. We will see you next week.